Okay, here we go, continuing. Be'ezus Hashem Yisborach. Schuz Godel. To be learning this holy Sefer. Perik Yud Zayin Gvurus Hashem. V'kasher haya Moshe Rabbeinu alav ha-shalom. Tzadik Gomor. Lo haya bo al yedei echad min hanim tsoyim takolo le tzadik zeh. Chutz min amayim. Shehayu misnagdim lemoshe be'atzmo. Kasher yizboy od. Vihizbayer lemale barichus einsham. So, he's saying that, that uh, we're saying, what is it that these uh, stargazers saw? So he saw that there's a concept. The Moshe Rabbeinu is going to, there's going to be something that's going to be misnagid to Moshe Rabbeinu which is specifically going to be the power of water, right? It's not that they saw a particular action, but they saw that the power of water would be misnagged to him because it's, it's the type of thing that's antithetical. We spoke about the fact that, it's, uh, that it is a power which is, uh, represents physicality, right? As opposed to Moshe Rabbeinu, who is an Ish, Elohim, Ish, is from a language of Ish, of fire, of, of something which is uh, energy as opposed to as opposed to Homer, right? So therefore, him, uh, he is opposed by water. Bert, can, I, can I share with you guys the difficulty that I have? I'm bothered for a long time already. Um, why is this called that it was the water that caused the downfall of Moshe Rabbeinu? Right? Meaning, he didn't drown in the water. Right? He didn't slip on water and fall and hurt himself. He got angry at Klausro. He got angry at the rock. He expressed anger at the rock over his anger at Klausro. Seemingly, it happened to be about a, a, an issue of water. They were, they were concerned. They were, they were worried that they didn't have water. Why is this that the water is what killed Moshe Rabbeinu? It was the water that killed the evil waters. These waters, this water that is physicality and that opposes spirituality. It opposes the meat of Moshe Rabbeinu. Where, where do we see that it, the, 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 the water is what's opposing meat of Moshe Rabbeinu? They could have gotten into a fight over uh, food. There's not, we don't have food. The whole mice is called May Mariva. Really so you could just say that it meant the Mariva, which took, which was about the water. Right. But here you see clearly, I'm saying there, yes, ultimately you're right. But I'm saying there you could, I could be madhi, right? But here, in this Chazal, the Adkadekach, the Istagninim, they saw that the downfall of Moshe Rabbeinu would be through water. So he said, throw them all in the river. 
because that makes sense. The power of water, they understood that the water will drown him, right? The water will kill him. So throw him in the water. It's like we said, kryptonite before, right? Kryptonite. Water is kryptonite for Moshe Rabbeinu. It's something that this is his Achilles heel. Water. Okay, fine, I hear. But here, in the main Meriva, the water seems to play such a tangential role. Barely, uh, barely involved in the story. When we had the case when they um, they threw the babies in the river. They said Hashem won't attack us through flood, right? Like from the Mabu, they had like pieces, but they like they missed the point. They missed what was. Like but here we're saying that the piece yeah. that they missed, the part that they missed, was when it would happen, and, uh, when and where and and how. But the, but the one piece that they did get consistently yeah. was that the, the, the power of water was antithetical to the power of Moshe Rabbeinu. And ultimately, this power of water would be what would, what would, uh, what would bring him down. Mm-hmm. Right? So... I have something that I wrote down, but I'm, I'm not convinced about it, so I'm not going to say it. We'll leave it off right now for as a tzarachiyun. Think about it. And, uh, and it would be like a different, like the physical level versus the, the spiritual level. Like on a physical level, water destroys you by you drowning in it. Yeah. Moshe wasn't living on that level. He was on a level above okay. that. So spiritual of what does mean you're destroyed through water? Yeah. So this Misa... Yeah, okay, I don't have it. Yeah, end. yeah, that, that's the point, right? That's what I'm looking for, right? But I'm not seeing anything over here, meaning uh, the, the water seems to be so tangential over here in this Misa. That's the problem. Okay. So, Roy Weiter... Ulefikach bought a color of Moshe Rabbeinu alav Shalom al Hamayim. Vlo roo inyan hamariva befeir. But it's not that they were prophets and they actually saw the entire thing. They just understood that the you know like a, the the um, a good uh, what's it called the thing a horoscope. Right, it says, you know, your power is this, and the, you know, this time is uh, opposed by that, and the, the, you know, the, the, the Mars is in this position, and it opposes your, you know, your mazel on this day, or whatever it is, right? So that's, that, that's obviously, you know, nowadays they don't really know how to do these things anymore, but back then they used to, the, the, there was a chokhmah to it. Raksha ra'u es hisnagdus hamayim misnagdim lemosh rabbeinu alav hashalom. Dream timer. Sof sof. Ma shehayu. Royim. Shehayom nolod mushian. Shal Yisrael. In Kainzarek loimar. Shegu'u losan. Shal Yisrael haya alpi. Marechas hashamayim. So one second. If they can tell when he's born. New questions. Not Now no longer asking that his downfall is going to be through. Um. 
What are we asking a new question? They knew the date when 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 the Savior will be born. So it turns out that the Savior of Klausel is uh, something within the Mareches HaTeva. It's within the operating system, meaning I can look into the system and say, oh, look, see, the, the, somewhere over here, the, I can even spot the date, this is when Klausel is going to be saved. Um, Whereas where, where we say, for just one example, is in Haggadah Shal Pesach, we say that you, if Hashem would not have taken us out of Mitzrayim, we would still be there today. Why? Because the point is, it was a totally transcendent m- miracle that Hashem did, that only Hashem could do. Right? It was, there was nothing um, embedded or ingrained into reality dictating this. Right? Uh, eventually, the, the Indians were going were gonna, to were gonna rebel we're going to throw off the British, uh, the, the British, um, you know, yoke, right? And, and if you probably, if you were, if you were uh, smart enough, um, social, political science person, right? You probably could have figured out even when that would be. You know, the Indians got educated enough, the world got civilized enough, the British couldn't just mass slaughter them anymore like they used to, etc., etc. And you figure out, listen, right around now, either now or in the course of the next couple of years, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna rebel against them, right? But but that's but that's not what we understand was the case with Klausel, right? It was the salvation was. Mibuchutz. This is a it's a big principle. The morale uh, talks about it here in Gvurus Hashem as regards to us being saved from Mitzrayim. Ali de Moshe Rabbeinu talks about it a lot in Netzach Yisrael about the coming of Mashiach. That uh, one one clear place is he says that you see there's a conflict. There's a, there's a contrast. By, uh, it says two nevuos, two prophecies about the coming of Mashiach, and they seem to be in absolute conflict. The the Bilam in his prophecy says, "I see him, but but not now. It's it's still very far away." And um, Moshe, I think, well, I can't remember which prophecy it is either Moshe or Yaakov says. Basically, it's like right right around the corner. So, 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 so which one is it? So the answer is that that tomorrow explains that the answer is that um, it's not something that is in the, in the process of coming, right? It's something that is totally not here until it's here. Um, an example would be a couple that doesn't yet have children, right? So, right now, uh, it's been five years, right? Whatever it is. But it, it's not that, well, okay, we're like 90% of the way to having a child. No, you're 0% of the way to having a child. But, on the other hand, in the blink of an eye, you could be pregnant. Right? So, uh, it, it's something that, on the one hand, is not here at all. So, you, you can't say, well, I'm half of the way there. That's what Bilum is pointing out. There's something that's very, very, very far away. But on the other hand, it could be here tomorrow. Because it, it's, it's binary. It either is or is not, right? And it's not dependent on any other systems in place. It's not like, you know, there's 15 steps that one has to go through, 
and uh, you know we're at step 13 so there's you know, two more steps to go it's right now there's nothing in the world that's dictating that it should be but then but it, because it's coming from outside it's totally it's coming from outside the system entirely so the system has nothing to say about how prepared or unprepared you are isn't it influenced by our actions by what isn't the coming of Mashiach influenced by our actions um, it's not totally because it's not like it's random or arbitrary no that's true we're not saying it's random or arbitrary we're saying that it, it's not about you know the social or political or financial position of Klausel that okay, now we're strong enough that we can manage to erect a uh, you know elect or put a king above us who will be strong enough to you know to to do it it's not it's not dependent on the the physical setup in this world right so if in this world you want to get something done it's all a matter of processes the physical world works in processes right if you want to get from point a to point b you have to go through all the intermediary steps you can't just you cannot just quantum leap from from you know from A to to G, you have to go A B C D E F G. And you could do it pretty quickly, right? Depending on how far away these places are, but you cannot. There's no such thing as quantum leaping, right? Quantum leaping being comparable to skipping a step, right? Yeah. So the, uh, a, a miracle uh, is is uh, is the equivalent of, of, of a quantum leap, where where you go from A to G. Okay. Now, why would Hashem decide to do it? Maybe because of schusim or, or whatever is, is the reason, right? But the point is the world down here is not muchen. We are not at F so that we should be at the next step is G. Right? No. We'll never get there. Right. We're, we're, we're at A, right? And, and, there's a, and there's no connection between A and B in the physical world. There's, there's, there's no way that you get from here to there. So you just also like uh, again the you know, uh, a you know, finding something, right? Is it's not that well. Listen, I've been looking for three hours already, so I'm like well on the way to finding uh, some wild mushroom. I'm walking around, you know, looking for like a delicious portobello mushroom, right? I've been walking around for three hours already, so I'm like much closer than I was when I started. No. You're just as close or far away the first moment you entered into the forest. This is such a Russian example. Like who, which one of you has ever even looked around for a for a portobello mushroom in the forest? Uh, you don't know what you're missing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I have one question on this? Yeah. Didn't we say like in the first parak or the second parak that it wasn't it would be completely unnatural for one nation to enslave another nation in perpetuity? Yes. So we're saying the opposite now. No. Okay. Because weren't a nation. If we had been a nation, it would be different. We were never a separate nation. That's the whole point, right? Okay. No. So that. So. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry, but it's not. We weren't a nation yet. We didn't have the shame nation. The, the, the even the beginning of a nation. Right, even the beginnings of being a nation, which you know, leaving the the dimensions of a family is 
is being 70 people, the 70th person was born in Mitzrayim already. Uh, we didn't even have the beginnings of, of, of being a nation. Even like, you know, like we said, the parallel between 70 and 70, na- 70 people and 70 nations. We didn't, we didn't, did not even have that. We could have been enslaved forever had we not had the shame nation. Have we not had what? The, shame, uh, the, Since the name of a nation, the, the designation. We did not. We did not until we reached critical mass, right? Okay. We, we did not, therefore, they could have continued enslaving us. Right, and then eventually we hit, we hit a critical mass. No, eventually Hashem decided to save us. That's exactly, you're currently saying something very similar to what the morale is saying not to say. Right? That, that you're saying, listen, there was a certain physical process happening down here, and eventually we reached a point that, that uh, there was a need for, you know, that, that's it. Now uh, was the time, the time has come. The time, the, the time to, be, to, be, to throw off the yoke of the Egyptians had come. We were big enough, we were strong enough, and gosh darn it, Hashem liked us. Right? So just double checking, what we said way back in, in like the first called Brooklyn, that was... That what? We, we, we said that it would be unnatural for one, for one nation to enslave another nation forever, in perpetuity. We're saying that copacetic what we're talking about over here because Mount Israel was never a nation. Right. Yeah, I have to see exactly which 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 part you're referring to, but uh, right now that's what I'd answer. Okay. Rishon's point is you, when you reach when yeah. you got to that seventy, it was when you were already inside of Egypt. Had you gotten there and then went into Egypt, you'd be a nation enslaved by a nation, which couldn't last forever. But because you got assimilated into a nation, but when you were less than seventy, you never become a nation. You're just a sector of Egyptians. That's why we were viewed as an yeah, uber right. bemei emo, like a right. Like Chicago gets really big and never becomes separate from Illinois. It's still just a big part of Illinois. Right. So that because they weren't critical mass when they entered, then they're just a, seg- a segment of that nation. And that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, so the morale is asking a similar question over here. That it looks like that by stargazing, one can figure out when the salvation date was going to come. And that's a, or at least the, the Mashiach was going to be born. And that's a problem because it looks like it's a part of the Marecha Sateva. Hmm? I understand it. Yeah. Sarech Loimar, Shigulas and Shil Yisrael, Hayah Al Pi Marechas Hashemaim. Right? So he's Vchos Vesholom Loimar. God forbid to say such a thing. Shitia Gulas and Shil Yisrael, Al Pi Marechas Hashemaim. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a part of the. It's meaning. part of the, the predetermined. Right. Marecha is a order process. Yeah, uh, like a, I imagine uh, the best way that we have is like the, the machinery of you know the the cog the cog work clockwork. Like the you know all the cogs and the and the wheels like in, inside of a large clock. How do you say chariot? Merkava. Merkava. Yeah. Vein zekashiklal. Devada im lo haisa hatsaaka vehatfila. Which means if we would not have aroused the divine mercy, 
to to save us. Afal gav shahaya marechas hashamayim moragula. Even though the the heavenly constellations, the 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 machinery running the running things was indicating a time of salvation. It was very possible that it would not, it wouldn't actually be actualized because of a certain, uh, because of any uh, preventative force. Something would, would, you know, something would hold it back. Because he said, I'll prove it to you. Why would Paro be trying to kill him? Meaning, if, if, if the stars are saying that, that this is going to be the case. So that's it. So just give up, right? Accept your fate and, uh, and go home. Right? What's he trying to drown? If this is going to be the savior of Kalsel, so then that's it. So just give up. If this is his birthday. Obviously, Paro understands, no, I could drown him. Right? Which means the Marechas HaShamayim is simply saying, this is an opportune time. Meaning, if, if something is going to happen, this will be a good time for it to happen. But not to say that it's saying it will happen. It, it being the Gula. Yeah. Right? So, uh, similarly, um, you know, Klaus shall reaching, um, like Moshe, like, um, like Noah was saying, once we reach 600,000, right? And we had, uh, that we were kind of like already in, in, the, in the shape of a nation um, that we could be born. But again, um, but at the end of the day, right, th- that doesn't, doesn't say that, that that must be. It just says that this, this, is, a, this, is, a, this is a good time. Yeah. Uh, for example, Klaus will have had many times when, you know, over the course of the last uh, almost 2,000 years, right, there's been many opportunities where Mashiach could have come, right? But, but Lamai said he didn't. That's because we didn't cry out loud enough to Hashem or, Hashem or, for, or for some divine reason that is beyond this world. Right, that Hashem has not yet sent, sent Mashiach. Right? So, but not to say that there's not um, kind of times that are more where the vessels down here are more prepared to receive it. But to say that that's not uh, everything. Right? To say that, that ultimately there's, there's, a, there's a driving force above that which is really deciding if it's going to be or not. Everybody agrees. Uh, certainly, they're not seeing the, the thing clearly, 100%. Yes, this will happen. They're not prophets. A prophet says something. A prophet says to you, you know, this time next year we're going to come back, you're going to have a child. That's, that's it. It's a nevuah. It's going to happen. The, the, the stargazers, they, they understand what types of things are... Um, you know, our opportunity, uh, you know, our our um, things are kind of uh, more opportune for these things. This is not when the stargazers they're not knowing with certainty. 
Vefsher, she's batalakol. It's possible to negate everything. If I exert myself, if I if I make a decree, all the children might be thrown in the river. Then I could then I could negate it. Um, if the British had foreseen the, the you know the whole Gandhi rebellion, and if they really said, you know what, we're going to make sure that this does not happen. Uh, we know it's an opportune time for this. We're going to exert ourselves. They could have potentially been mavatlet, and, and then they would have gone for another hundred years until the next opportune moment. Yeah. But 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 by us crying out to Hashem, then Hashem from up outside the system infused the system. We you know, pushed the pushed the uh, the syringe down, right, the, and infused all this energy into the system. So then. To, to bring it out. So that's the same thing over here. And that is a bo- So on the one hand, you know, again, we've been titter-tottering on the brink of the coming of Mashiach for a long time already. Very now. Yes. And it could either happen tomorrow or we can continue titter-tottering for the next 50 years. Or, or longer. That's 50. Is it 50, 50 from arbitrary or is it 50 years? I mean, the 50 itself is arbitrary, but there is a uh, there is something uh, writing that's attributed to the Ramban that says it has to happen more than 200 years before the end of the 6,000th year. So that would not leave that much time. I would actually... Um, that would leave 20 years. That would, okay. that's that would cool. leave 20 years, yeah. Oh, I mean, there's no question about the, the fact that we're living in most of a Shiach. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that could be several lifetimes more, though. I mean, it certainly seems not like that. But yeah, okay. So, again, you're right, but, but, the, but that's the point. Is this titter-tottering is like the thing just keeps, like, edging closer and closer. It's like, when is, the, when is it going to fall already? Again, and the, and the answer is, it depends on Hashem. That, that's 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 the point. The answer is at the end of the day, it depends on Hashem. Um, it definitely is an opportune time, but but it depends on Hashem. Vim Taimar, Sof Sof, Kasha, Imlohaya, Hamareches, Mora, Al Hagula, Vichi, you, Bnei, Avram, Lo Oilum, Begos, Mitzrayim. So what if 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 the thing would never reach this good constellation, would we just be enslaved forever? Gamkein is a kasha. This is also not a kasha. Kimasha hayah hamareches mora hayom nolod hamoshiyeli Yisrael. The fact that the stars were showing us the svehu hachana toiva legeula. This means that things are kind of set up in a way that would be opportune. Ubekal yotas agulu lepoyel, so it's easy for it to happen. Vilu lo hayah hachana hazos. If it would not be the case, min hamarechas hashemayim. If it would not be prepared like that, afal gav shehayu bevadai negalim mipnei bris avosam because of the covenant that Avram had with Hashem. Lo hayah kolkach memaher. Achaya hechrechi. Lekayim Hashvua Shinish. But this is what the Maral is always saying: 
that everything happens down here is a combination of an interaction between a spiritual reality and the physical system down here. We've spoken about it many times. The place where Marl speaks, speaks it out the clearest is by the Tzadikim Nechtavim Le'alter Le'chaim, Rishoim Nechtavim Le'alter Le'misa, right? No? We've not spoken about this? How can it be? We see that Tzadikim die every year, we see the Rishoim live every year, right? We might have talked about it this year. So, so Maral explains that it means so the, uh, that it's not that Hashem is saying that's it, you know, the day after Roshana or within this year, all the Roshana are going to die, practically. And all the Tzadikim are going to live, practically. The determination is, is Hashem going to send this person life or is the person, is Hashem not going to send this person life? Or maybe worse, a certain, you know, send him the opposite of life. But then, that which is being decreed up there, that which is being sent, is going to then go and interact with the person's mazel, with the person's physical health, physical body. Right? So if the person is a very big tzaddik and he gets a decree of more chaim, but he's 98 years old, right? So... I can be infusing all the life I want, but if the vessel itself is all cracked and broken, it's, it's leaking life all over the place, that's it. You just can't. There's only so much you can do, right? Imagine it's like nutrition, you know, like I can give you the best nutrition, but if you, you, you can't anymore, you're, you're done, right? So it's not gonna, it's, you're not going to be able to continue living. And so to the other way, you can have a Russia that he's not being given more life, but he has such a strong muzzle, and he has such a, such a strong body, that he just keeps on going, he just keeps on living, even though, from up there, uh, if, in fact, if anything, you know, there's Malachi Chavala who would like to get him, but the point is, it's an interaction between two systems, right, there's a physical world down here, and there's a spiritual world up above, Marechus HaShemayim is a part of the physical world still, as it still has to do with muzzle, etc., and then there's a spiritual world above that. And it's the interaction between the two of them that, that produces the final results, whether people physically are alive or physically are dead. Yeah? So, so to over here, the geula is a end result, right? Is there, practically, was there salvation or not? And that's going to be dependent on these two factors. So, again, if, if of course, if Hashem slams the gas up there, right, 100% you know, power, then it'll push, it'll push it through here, even if, even if it's, even if it's, you know, you have no, uh, you have no, um, um, good conditions for it, down here, right, but, um, you know, it would have to reach that level, whereas, uh, whereas, Usually, the, you know, the, so usually there's an interaction between the two. So when things are are good down here, things are um, 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 opportune down here, the, a, and then you get a good you get a good tefila in there, and you get you get a, a nice hashpah flowing from upstairs. Then you get the result that you want. That's usually the case. Yeah, so he's saying that it's not Klaus would have stayed for, Hashem would have eventually done it anyway, but certainly, it, you know, it would have had to 
uh, we would have to get a much stronger push from up there to get the system down here to cave in, right? Like we spoke about, we spoke about this recently, actually, with um, with the Navua standing from from afar, looking at looking at Moshe Rabbeinu, you know, supervising him, so to speak. And we said that although there are all sorts of forces down here, right? The the forces of the Nile and the, and the muzzle of the crocodile. He, I don't know, you know, crocodiles as a whole have a have a certain have a certain hashgacha on them, right? They get they're given food, things that fall into the Nile. Crocodiles have a right to eat those things, right? But the nevuah dictating that, that there's a spiritual force from up there that's saying this child shall live, right? And it's and it's and it's. And it's uh, infusing these the the marechas down here with that with that energy and uh, overpowering it. So, I have a quick question. It sounds like what we're saying is that, is that the mazalos and someone's goof are independent of Hashem's providence oversight. Like uh, Hashem determines. Hashem predetermined everything is true. There's an interaction. But there's an interaction, right? Meaning, not to say that anything is. Hashem wants everything. If Hashem wouldn't want these things to be as they, nothing can exist without the will of Hashem that it should continue to exist. Right. However, it is the will of Hashem that there should be, you know, that, that everyone ha- everyone has a mazel, everyone has a has a physical mitzvah, right. and then and then there's a spiritual um, network <laughs> up there, and then and, and the two of them interact. So when we daven or we do mitzvahs or whatever it is that we're doing, we're not changing, we're not changing our physical confirmation. We're not changing our mazel. We're changing the spiritual um, system up above the mazel, so that it will send the type of energy that can augment or potentially even override the mazel. That's why when Chazal say, a mazel is soil, it's all the Mepharshim say, it does not mean, does not mean that we have no mazel whatsoever, because that Gemara in Shabbos, which says this, it's clear black and white that we do have mazel. What it means is that the schus of, of, of doing mitzvahs and tefillah, etc., can can override the muzzle, right? The Avram and 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 we we are people that are operating on that on on that level. But but of course, um, you know the the Arizal with all the with all of his chus, he he died at he died at forty, right? Norm call thirty nine. Uh, um, so uh, other. Other Rishoyim have lived lived uh, long, healthy lives, right? So it's, uh, it's uh, you also have to remember that part. Okay, so But since over here the system was set up um, fit for this, we feel that lo nemar. Vehaya Iker Hagula Ayede Marakasa Shamaim Aval Haisa Ayede Hashem is Borah Bilbad. So 
just because the system here was like in a good confirmation, that's not that's not to be attributed. Therefore, that's not enough to say, oh, it was because of that. It just means that the system was uh, was ready to receive the hashpah, the influence that Hashem sent down. So at the end of the day, if Hashem would not have sent it, <coughs> then it wouldn't have happened. Well, if you say, Lo lo hayu yacholim ha'astagninin liros im ha'moshiyahu mi'yisrael o mi'umos. Now you understand why why uh, they couldn't even tell if he was Jewish or, or if he was a goy. Shechein inyan ze ma'ashe roim ha'astagninin enem roim b'shleimus. They're not seeing the actual the actual thing. They're not having a prophecy. And then you see how the system is set up down here, meaning the, either the, you know, the, the system of, of, of the Mazalos, they can't see the, the general confirmation, they understand where things are predisposed to move. That, that they can tell from some of the things that are going to come to you, come upon you, but not everything is going to come upon you. From may Asher Yavolach. So that's just uh, just a partial understanding of the system, which is why it's always a bit wrong. And this matter is clear. Um.